Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is Controlling Commodity Costs, and we are your hosts, Craig Turner and Tom Dazzle. We are your authority to gain control of your commodity exposure, stay ahead of the competition, and maximize your profit margins. This podcast is brought to you by StoneX Group, a Fortune 100 company with a 100-year history in the commodity markets. You can find us on the NASDAQ. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to Controlling Commodity Costs. I'm one of your co-hosts, Craig Turner, also joined here with Tom Dosdall. Today, we have our first interview, and we'll be talking with Michelle Owens and Chris Amedio of StoneX, and they are going to be talking about how they work with companies to do a risk assessments on uh, their commodity exposure and also how they help and implement and make recommendations for risk policy. Uh, it's sometimes the first step in how we start working with companies and, and how corporations you know, find us or get referred to us. So it's a very good episode. I'm very excited. Tom's going to lead it off here, and we uh, hope you enjoy it. We are glad to have Michelle Owens and Chris Amedio join us here today. They are going to talk with us about setting up a risk policy, why it's important, and how they can assist you and your company in that endeavor. Michelle and Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Could you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Sure, Tom. It's so great to be with you today. I have the role of being the Director of Risk Policy and Advisory. And to date myself, I've been uh, in this business for almost 25 years. So I have worked with municipalities as well as commercial and industrial companies in helping them get a better handle on what is the commodity price risk that they face and how can we go about setting up an infrastructure for them to have the needed oversight and governance for what their trading group is doing and a more sound methodology so they are able to have a rationale behind the actions that they take or don't take when they venture into their commodity procurement. I'll turn it over to Chris. That That sounds fantastic. Look forward to digging more into that with you. Chris? My name is Chris Amedio. I'm Senior Vice President of Energy and Ag here at StoneX. I've been with the company since 2006. Our group's primary focus is working with commercial and industrial end users to help to help them achieve their objectives and, and mitigate price risk. Well, thank you, Chris, for that. And Michelle, too, thanks for coming on today. We're really happy to have you here. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about how companies find you and how they start working with you? Yeah, sure, Craig. I think... I'll first start with the fact that we are able to differentiate ourselves versus our competitors because we are a full service shop. We are actually involved in trading in the market. So we know how our clients live and breathe and feel pain in the hedging or energy or commodity procurement that they do. And because we're able to understand the mechanics, we also have the experience of helping them put in the infrastructure behind it. Uh, What is the objective of a hedge program? Uh, What are the parameters in terms of how much budgeted volume can be hedged? How far out are you willing to go? So because we have this breadth of experience, I believe our current customers are really good at referring us to their friends. So I would say, and the majority of customers have been with us uh, for the duration. 
So we're really happy that we get friends of friends and that's how most, most of our customers find us. Yeah, that's, uh, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, I mean, me and Tom have been at trade shows and taught to people who might, who have commodity risk. And, you know, sometimes when you taught them that they understand that they can maybe hedge this year, maybe even to next year. But, you know, when, uh, when we talk to Dan episode two, you know, we're going to give you getting into like when we find value areas historically for certain commodities. And there's sometimes these companies, they don't know if they can even hedge that far out. There are right. these, when these prices, you know, when they get that low and they're there far out in the curve. So I can definitely see how trying to have the framework for that on the corporate side makes a lot of sense. Oh, and you so, made a good point too, Craig. Another area where we, we do seem to get a lot of our client bases from conferences or webinars in the educational uh, info sessions that we put on. I think a lot of people, we spike their interest and they come to us for more. So, so Michelle, a lot of times people, they first, one of their first meetings they might have with you and with the team here at Stonex is a consultation on a risk assessment and to determine if we can be of value in terms of flushing out a company's risk plans or procedures. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like, that kind of first contact with Stonex sure. and the risk assessment? So some companies may have never conducted a formal review of how their price risk exposure is mitigated, and others may have done it, but it's a policy that's sitting on the shelf and collecting dust. So we'll come in with, usually it's a procurement manager or finance manager, and we sit down with them and try to determine who are the other key decision makers within the company with respect to their procurement budgets. And once we get this group, we'll come up with a good set of questions and we'll, we'll help this group get a consensus if they haven't had one in the first place or help them see if the one that's there is, is current with respect to the objectives of the program. And if they have any parameters around what they can do, like Craig said, you know, if the market two, two years out is really advantageous, but you haven't been able to hedge out more than 12 months, then, then maybe we should look at that. And what we, another aspect of our business that we'll, I'm sure we're going to go into more detail uh, later in the podcast is an annual head survey that we put on. So what we like to do is compare an entity's practices to what we've seen defined as the industry standard. And we can help them identify if there are any gaps. And if so, we can help them bridge those gaps. That's fantastic. We'll definitely talk more about that. So what you said before stuck out with me, and that's that sometimes their plan has been sitting on a shelf and maybe collecting dust. And so it sounds like what you're saying then is by having that initial meeting with Stonex, sometimes it's the first time a company has done that in a long time and having an objective third party come in and take a look and talk through it can be helpful in terms of just refreshing the policy. And sometimes maybe it's a sound policy, but, uh, the fact that you're you're able to take that look from the outside can uh, be helpful or valuable to the company. Was I hearing you correctly there? You were indeed. I'll give you an example, Tom, where one of uh, our directors spoke at a conference and a distillery company approached them and wanted to have, like you mentioned, an outside uh, experienced business come in and look at their specific program and we were able to see the the policy that they had in place uh how far out they could hedge how much they could hedge what 
they were using to make their decisions, what was the methodology behind the hedging, and what tools were they using to go out and participate in the market. And when we compared their practices to uh, the industry standard, they were able to get a, a great report card. And I know that it gave them a great peace of mind that they never had somebody with experience come in and look at how they were operating and doing things with respect to mitigating their commodity price risk. And it really gave them, like I mentioned, a good peace of mind that they got a good report card. But I don't want people to shy away from not necessarily getting a good report card because it just means you, you don't know what's out there and we can help you realize what that is and how you can get your program up to what your peers are doing. And, and to add to what Michelle is saying, a, a lot of times, you know, there, there might be some sort of guardrails in place, but ultimately, you know, it's outdated. It needs to be updated. Um, a lot of what we do really revolves around education and making sure that everybody within the company understands the implications of a hedge, of a financial hedge, um, implications of, of certain tools, whether you're using futures, swaps, options. So there's a lot of education involved in what we're doing ultimately once we identify the risks uh, within the corporation. Yeah, I think that's great, Chris. You know, we've actually seen a lot of that over the past year or two. And whether it be Natural gas, gas is a great example of us going up to seven, eight, nine bucks, and then all the way back down to two. Uh, you know, the grain markets, which me and Tom work a lot in, the same kind of uh, volatility. And you need to know, you know, when prices are advantageous farther out in the curve, you know, how you can lock that in. But when the markets get very volatile and uncertain, you know, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you try to cap prices so it doesn't blow out your budget, right? And there's a lot of different tools out there in the financial markets that, you need to make sure you have your risk assessment and policy in place for that, but also then have the education, the ability to execute those things too. Yeah, I agree, Craig. And, and natural gas is a really good, a really good example of the markets in strategy. And, and a lot of our customers, you know, that weren't locked in earlier at lower prices that still needed to lock in, you know, we shifted from buying the futures or the fixed price swaps to options. Uh, just to get them through that rough patch. And and obviously now we see the market coming down, you know, they're glad that they didn't fix the price at these high levels, um, you know, so really understanding how an option works, how certain option strategies you might use to lower the upfront costs. So there's a lot of things that go into it that all need to be defined within your hedge policy and procedures plan. Right. And, you know, it may not a company you may first meet with those kind of things have to be in their risk assessment or in their in their hedge policy. Well, it's usually a work in process, Craig, that we will take a look and we'll see what tools they are currently using. And if there are some that are missing that we see as being used within industry best practices, we'll do our best to introduce them to them. And like Chris said, educate them on what the benefits and uh, disadvantages maybe of certain tools in certain scenarios. So um, it doesn't have to be there. We'll help mm -hmm. them realize what's missing and what they may want to consider adding. All right. I think that that's well said and consistent across the whole company at StoneX is that education is key. We want our customers to be on the same plane as we are in terms of understanding the tools so that they know why we're suggesting and why we're using certain tools at any given time. It may be a cash sale 
uh, hand to mouth is the best method at a certain time. It may be going out and taking advantage of differences in the carry or, or discounts and deferred contracts. Um, managing your way through all of that kind of, it, it, it can take an expert group of outside advisors, right? And that can add value in helping to uh, educate, but then ultimately let let clients choose and understand which tools are available in, in the toolbox and, and, and when might be the best times to use them, right? Absolutely. All right, now your group, there's a lot of interest in your customer survey. I know every year when that comes out, it helps customers to see how they stack up against other peers in their industry with regard to their risk procedures and, and risk strategies. Can you first do two things for us? Can you tell us what types of companies are we talking about when we talk about the industry? What kind of companies do you work with? And then can you tell us a little bit about that customer survey and the value that it provides? Sure, absolutely. And Chris will probably back me up on this. We, we got our start in the utility side and work with investor-owned utilities and municipal utilities and co-op utilities. And then we were able to grow the expertise that we gained on the energy side into other commodities such as grains and metals, and we're even getting into plastics and eventually, I believe, the carbon market. And those type of, types of companies are uh, food and beverage. As I mentioned, there was a distillery. Uh, it can be any type of commercial like a, a university or um, a hospital. And on the industrial side, uh, some of the bigger uh, Fortune 500 companies out there uh, may, may be on our list as well. So really any type of company that has a commodity price risk exposure, you, it sounds like you started off with municipalities and, and uh, that can't be an easy business to get into. You must have earned some trust along the way or, or built a good name for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and one thing I will add to Michelle is, you know, we did get our start, you know, writing these policies, you know, in the in the 90s when natural gas was was uh, introduced to the market as a financial product that you could hedge. You know, a lot of what we did was 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 target utilities. And, and you know, part of what we need to do is write these policies, put them in place and they have to file them with a commission. So. Yeah, and it, with Chris, whether it's a utility with a commission or it could be a commercial and industrial with their senior execs or their boards, uh, you know, those that are responsible for the business want to be able to govern and because they're accountable, this type of structured policy really helps keep them informed as to what their, their business is doing with respect to try to mitigate their price risk exposure with commodities. Sounds like a really diverse group of customers. So tell us about this survey that goes out to this group. Yeah, you know, we are, it is 2023 is in action as we speak. It is being uh, completed by our customer base and we've been doing it for over 15 years. And the primary components are based on what are the objectives of your heads plan and I'd say on the commercial industrial side, uh, protecting your budgets or your margins as year and year after year that has come in as the number one objective. And uh, as we've been mentioning, we try to find out, is it 12 months that you can hedge out? Is it two years? And if so, are you allowed to hedge the full 100% of what your your budget is? Or do you just, and what is the methodology behind it? So we have some type of uh, offensive versus defensive methodologies. I think Craig had mentioned a historical price value that 
we see a lot of our customers use as the underlying benchmark as to whether or not to take action. As say with example, the commodities market seem to have pulled back. So that's representative of value. And we ask our customers, is this when you take action? And in the event that markets are not looking favorable or reasonable, do you have a minimum percentage that you're allowed to hedge in a defensive mode? So uh, those are the types of questions that we ask and we're able to, to pull them together. And uh, we usually release the results each summer. And uh, that is what makes up our benchmark for our analysis when we go in and do these risk assessments for interested companies. All right, Michelle. So to paint the picture a little more for our audience, could you maybe go through an example of how you've worked with a company that maybe was having a hard time and how you help sort help help them to sort through it? Sure, Tom. I mean, w the buyer's dilemma that we like to put in most of our uh, presentations is when the markets went up, you're always asked by your senior execs, why didn't you secure more of our, our commodity need? And in the event markets go down, the fingers always pointed at you as to ask being asked, why did you buy so much? So it seems like a no-win situation as a commodity uh, buyer. But I can give you an example of utility. Uh, probably it's been seven, eight years ago that they came to us because I think it was one of those scenarios where they bought too much in, in a falling market and experienced some serious losses. So we were able to take a look at the aspects of their plan and we were able to tweak it and add, I think they may have even had some type of black box that was helping them decide when to make their purchasing decisions, but we gave them above board uh, value for their opportunistic times to take advantage of the market. And we gave them some defensive triggers to put in place, as Chris was mentioning earlier, just to bide their time uh, to make sure they at least got a, a degree of coverage in place in case the market continued to spike up further. So as a result, it, this program has been pretty sound uh, through the pandemic and after. And uh, I'd say they're probably a company that's a good refer referral for us for new business. I think they have actually passed their name on to other clients and that's one of the ways we've been growing our business from, from their satisfaction with what we were able to do for them. Well, I think this is all a great lead in uh, to our episode two, where we bring in Dan Conrath and start talking about hedge, putting together a hedge plan and execution of a hedge plan. But we wanted to start episode one with with you guys, Michelle and Chris, so that everyone could get a taste for what sort of the first engagements with StoneX are typically like. And I, I think you've done an excellent job of portraying that. Um, so I'd, I'd like our audience in terms of a takeaway, hopefully go back and think about, does your company have a risk policy? Does it need brushing up or is it worth having an objective look at? And would it be helpful to see what the peers in your industry are doing so you can make informed best practices, be informed of best practices? And if the answer is yes, wanna encourage you to go ahead and reach out to us. All our contact info is in the show notes and we can set something up and, and have a, an initial conversation. Craig, is there anything you wanna add? No, that all sounds great. I want to thank Michelle and Chris for being here. Uh, we look forward to our next podcast with Dan Conrath. And everyone, if you have any questions for us, questions for Michelle, Chris, and the team, uh, please get in touch. And thanks for listening. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, guys. The trading of derivatives such as futures, options, and over-the-counter OTC products or swaps may not be suitable for all investors. 
Derivatives trading involves substantial risk of loss. You should fully understand those risks prior to trading. Past financial results are not necessarily indicative of future performance. All references to futures and options on futures trading are made solely on behalf of the FCM division of Stonex Financial Inc., a member of the National Futures Association and registered with the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission as a futures commission merchant. All references to and discussion of OTC products or swaps are made solely on behalf of Stonex Markets, LLC, a member of NFA and provisionally registered with the CFTC as a swap dealer. Stonex Markets products are designed only for individuals or firms who qualify under CFTC rules as an eligible contract participant and who have been accepted as customers of Stonex Markets. This material should not be constructed as a solicitation of trading strategies and or services provided by the FCM division of Stonex Financial or Stonex Markets as noted in this presentation and podcast. Neither the FCM division of Stonex Financial Inc. nor Stonex Markets is responsible for any redistribution of this material by third parties or any trading decisions taken by persons not intended to view this material. Information contained herein was obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed. These materials represent the opinions and viewpoints of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinions and viewpoints of the FCM division of StoneX Financial or StoneX Markets. Reproduction or use in any format without authorization is forbidden. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved.